Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Embody Your Soul podcast. I am your host, Alexandra Shelley, also known as The Modern Medium. And the mission of this podcast is to create a sacred space for us all to discover how we can connect deeper and deeper to our divine self, our true self, through spiritual connection and best practices. If you are new here, thank you so much for finding me. And if you are a regular listener, thank you so much for coming back every week or whenever the heck you come back to listen in on the glorious magic, wisdom, and silliness. If you haven't already, make sure to give me a follow wherever you love to listen and share with whoever is in need of the magic. Make sure to also follow me on Instagram at the modern medium underscore where you can see all of my day-to-day silliness, all of my messages, and that's where I also share a lot about my business. And updates on business too. I have officially opened up spots to my one-on-one Meet Your Spirit Guides mentorship. This is a magical, potent three-month mentorship where I not only help you become even more planted into your intuition, but you also begin to create strong bonds with your spirit guides. I help you illuminate the bridge between you and your guides. I help you create systems. I help you create boundaries. I help you understand ethics when it comes to serving with your intuition. I give you detailed lesson plans. You have four calls a month. It is a very beautiful support for three months and the work doesn't stop after three months. You are going to continue to expand and honestly, mentorship is probably some of my most fulfilling work because I'm so passionate about teaching and I'm so passionate about guiding you back to your gifts, guiding you back to your soul. And of course, one of the most important parts of my spiritual journey has been with my guides. Most of my learning, most of my expansion truly has always come back to my guides, my teachers, my unconditional wavering support of my beautiful heavenly team. And I cannot wait to give you that gift. So yes. If you would love to learn more and talk about details and talk about if this is best for you and I am the teacher for you, I have the discovery call link in the show notes. You could also email me at hello at themodernmedium.co and you can ask a couple of questions and we'll get you locked in on my calendar. We can chat more. If you would also like to learn more about it, head to my Instagram where I also have several reels and posts and I also have my website themodernmedium.co where I talk more about my mentorships too so anyways I think that's that thank you so much you guys for listening I'm so excited to be here and I'm really excited to introduce you to this guest if you have been listening for at least a few months I would say at least since June I recently became Reiki Master Certified, and it has truly brought me to my knees. Reiki has hands down changed my life, changed my energy, changed my practice for the better. And our guest, Talon, is a practitioner that I really wholeheartedly believe embodies the essence of Reiki. And selfishly I really wanted her on because I wanted to really ask 
questions about Reiki and how she practices Reiki, but also, of course, I mean, this helps us all. And let's just get into who she is. So Talon Fiore is an intuitive Reiki master, empowerment coach, and a published author with a diverse background in business and years as an actress, screenwriter, producer, and interior designer. Uh, She does it all. I'm sorry. And after experiencing a profound loss, she made a conscious decision to dedicate her life to serving and empowering others. Her passion lies in transforming dreams into tangible realities, and she believes creation in any form embodies the purest essence of what it means to be alive. She does in-person Reiki at her home in Ashland, Oregon. She does online Reiki, also attunements and trainings. She also does, of course, her coaching. You can also read her beautiful book of poetry, Brown Eyed Girl. In this episode, we talk about really how Reiki has transformed her life. And what I love about Talon is she's such a living embodiment of someone who feels the calling of God and her intuition doesn't ignore it. She goes for it. And what really, really has unfolded for her and how she was just planted into becoming a beautiful Reiki practitioner and someone that really lives to serve. I so admire and respect her for what she's done and how she lives her life. I love learning from her. I love following her. We also talk about Really, what Reiki can be used for, you don't have to be a practitioner to be Reiki certified. You also don't need to be going through anything major to get Reiki done. Reiki is for everything and everyone because guess what? We are all Reiki. Every living thing, sentient, random objects, your neighbor, we are all Reiki. And This is something I love about Reiki is it's really just recognizing and witnessing the oneness in all of us. We even talk about some interesting principles when it comes to a practitioner and serving as a practitioner when it comes to protection and cleansing your energy, new spaces, new people. Uh, We also talk about confidence, taking the big leaps, saying the big yes, and She has some insanely quotable moments on this podcast. Like, I literally was furiously rushing to write them down. Like, she's so incredible. And her Instagram is, oh my God, Talon Fiore. And her website is Talon, and then it's T-E-D, Reiki.com. So, like, talented. (laughs) I love it. I will put both of those in the show notes so you can book any and all services with her, find her book, and just really stay connected with her. And she's also on TikTok. I will make sure to put her TikTok in the show notes as well. Thank you so much for being here, you guys. And let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. And I'm so excited to have... Okay. I should have asked you before. Whatever. <laughs> How to pronounce my name. Talon or Talon? Talon. Talon. I was so close. I am so sorry. I was like thinking about it today. I'm like, oh my God, I need to make sure I ask 
And also because I'm used to it because, like, my nickname is BB. And people are like, bye-bye, baby, ZZ. And I'm like, where did the accent come from? Like, what? So, anyways, I, like, get it. And then I I tick myself when I do it to others. But anyways, you're so, like, you think of, like, an eagle's talon. That's how it's pronounced. I like it. Talon. That's honestly dope as hell. Okay, anyways. (laughs) On the podcast, I'm so excited to have you and just talk about Reiki and for you to just like share your magic. So thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to talk about it. I'm so passionate about Reiki and I'm so, I'm just passionate about sharing it with as many people and bringing more light to the world. So this is my favorite card to have. Amen. So this podcast is called Embody Your Soul. And the way I start off the conversation is asking our guests, so Talon, in your own words, what does it mean to embody your soul? For myself. Yes. For me, creation is the purest essence of what it means to be alive. So if I'm creating and I'm empowering, that is the essence of my soul. I want to constantly be helping others find their light and constantly be inspiring myself by being creative because I feel like one is output and one is input. I love that so much. Thank you for sharing. And it's interesting that you brought that up too, because that's been like a very relevant topic of conversation, like with myself and my family too, about creativity and how like even referring back to Elizabeth Gilbert, Big Magic, Amen. Yeah. How like creativity is like, it's from a higher power. Like it is absolutely like God source creation and how undulating it is and how like it's such a salvation and how even like how the energy of it moves from like person to person, like it's just unbelievable. So My favorite thing about that book is she gives the example that she was writing that really specific book about the Amazon and then she just put the story away for years and then met someone else who was writing the story. So I think it's just such pure proof that imagination, creativity is coming from this super conscious and it's like kind of tapping like on a few people. Are you going to do it? No, they're not. Are you going to do it? And so it's like if you don't do it, someone else will. Because it's really all about perseverance and just never giving up. Because if you don't write it, someone else across the world will write it. Because if spirit, God wants something done. It's It's got billions of people to work with. Holy yes. No, I love that you brought that up. Because that's literally, that's exactly like what landed for me in realizing, oh my God, creativity is like a beautiful, it's literally a soul. It's a spirit. It's amazing. Okay. So anyways, you have a really beautiful creative background and I know formally you are not a Reiki practitioner and you're into acting and screenwriting and also you're a writer as well. We love mm-hmm. writers. <laughs> I would love for you to explain a little bit of your genesis. You were living on one track and then obviously God brought you in another way and now you are fully diving into Reiki and doing Reiki for others. So. Yeah. yeah, it's it's so interesting that you bring that up because I, I just kind of land Ashland and I'm from Las Vegas and I'm kind of like, how did I end up here? You know, I feel like God just really picked me up and moved me where he wanted me. But specifically with the spirituality, um, I had actually been quite the opposite in my whole life. I would like 
make fun of people like me, like how I am now. I was super against like just anything like that. I thought it was so lame. And it wasn't until I, um, I lost my dad when I was in college and I didn't deal with it for years. And so then finally a breakup kind of split my mask in half of all this grief that I had been carrying. So with that, I went to such a dark place that my mom really stewarded me to breath work. And with that, then I got into meditation and journaling, yoga and eating healthy. And then I did ayahuasca and it was really beautiful, but I had no intention ever becoming a healer. For me, it was like creativity was my, my path. And then I was going to have spirituality as a huge part of my life, but I had no interest in monetizing it. I had no interest in working with others. And um, then I was living in LA for several years during the pandemic. I lived with my mom in Laguna Beach, um, just a lot easier city to live in. And I got attuned to level one just to work on myself. And then after the pandemic, before I went back to LA, I was like, I might as well do level two just since it's down here and it's being offered. So what happened was when I was, was doing the training, you, I'm sure as you know as well, you practice on people and you go back and forth. And I was practicing on this young girl and I kept hearing they're not going to get divorced. I'm going to get divorced in my head. And I had never experienced something like that. And I pulled her aside after and just said, I'm so sorry if this doesn't resonate, but they're not going to get divorced. And she started bawling and said that that morning her parents had told her that they were thinking about getting a divorce. And it was just this moment of realizing this was so much bigger than me. And I kind of sat with it because I didn't quite know how I feel. Because again, I was really uncomfortable with considering myself intuitive or someone who gets messages. I just, I didn't, I've always had great intuition for myself, but it made me actually pretty nervous to lead others in a way. So I kind of tried to ignore it. And moved back to LA and planned to get back into acting, but things had really shifted with the vaccine and with how set was run. And I really just didn't want to get involved with all of it because it was just so sticky. So I happened to move into this house in LA that had this empty room in it. And it was filled, well, it wasn't empty, but it was filled with junk and it was maroon and it was just pretty gross. And I asked my roommate, like, I, I do interior design, can I clean it out, give you all the money for the stuff, but like repaint it. She was like, yeah, what are you going to make it? And I just, we already had a dining room and a living room. And I was like, well, what if I make it like a, like a, a meditation room? And I put up a table and sure enough, I just kind of started doing some Reiki in there. And the next thing you know, someone was like, I want to come to you every week. So then I made a website and it just took off all word of mouth. They never paid for marketing. So it's almost like if you build it, they will come. It's like the room, God literally gave me the room. And was like, I'm going to give this to you. So it's so abundantly clear that this is what you're meant to do. And even still, I, I, I kept, I stayed in the entertainment. I had my, my foot in both worlds for a, about a year. You know, I was producing and doing all this stuff and then also doing Reiki. And then in May, I finally just took the leap and fully, fully into the healing space. Oh my gosh. I love it. And I think, the the part that really um, resonated with me so much was how like God simply gave you the room, and so you didn't have to question it anymore. And how just everything fell into place, and how you know 
how do you call it? It's like that is just like one of the ultimate like classic stories of just like let God, let source do their thing. You listen and you walk, you walk with us and like we'll just take care of it. Yeah. And how like usefully it fell into place. And And listen, because that's the biggest thing is the listening. Like I had a huge practice in LA and a great life and I got guidance to sell everything and move to Sedona in May. I'd never been to Sedona and was like, what? And (laughs) now four months later, I'm in Ashland. And once again, this beautiful space has appeared. This is like my new healing space just found again. I'm like, okay, here you go. Time to time to do it again. I love it so much. Okay. So what I'm really fascinated by and at first I was seeing this question in my call, like would, would Talon be kind of like interested in talking about this? But I think you would have like a really beautiful perspective on it. So one of the ways that Reiki has really flipped my practice upside down and flipped my beliefs, but also, I mean, obviously it's changed my life and my practice for the better is, and again, I say this because that was me. Like this was me when I explained this is like with, psychic mediums what happens or when you get connected to spirit you get really obsessed with being like oh my god i just i don't want to be human i i want to be off this planet and like and then once i got almost like get emotional thinking about it like when i got reiki certified fully i finally felt what it was like to be present Mm. for the first time ever i i've experienced anxiety depression and adhd and Reiki had me realize, oh my God, I love being human. This is amazing. I just want to play. I just want to be here. I just want to be present. And it finally gave me the strength too, which is something I'm like, actually, I should probably share more because I feel like people need to hear it. But like Reiki gave me the strength and the grounded energy for me to wean off my antidepressants. And I don't know if I would have done that, if I would have been able to do that without Reiki. And so anyways, I'd love to hear your perspective on that because I think that's something that's very harmful in the spiritual industry of like not wanting to be in our body and not wanting to be human and present and how that could really hurt us when we don't, like what we just want to be up here and we're not grounded, if that makes sense. Anyways, yeah. i but no, like, before we get it, there's such a big push in the spiritual industry, if you will, to like this ascension and descending to new earth and ascending to something greater than ourselves. And I, I do subscribe to that in some cases because I do believe so much. I know that so much light's coming into the earth and we're all going through these ascension symptoms. But I also tell people, you know, if you if you learned all the lessons, you would probably just pass away because that's the end. <laughs> Because there'd be nothing left to experience and to learn. So I have all these people reaching enlightenment. I'm like, well, if you reach enlightenment, poof, you're done, you know? And so I completely agree because for a long time, grounding was my hardest thing as well. I had such an open crown, such an open third eye. And I was just like all the time, all the time. And especially when you have Reiki coming in, you know, it's like this massive energy coming in, almost like lightning in a bottle. But like lightning needs somewhere to ground. So for me, when I moved out of LA and was outside every day in Sedona, like hiking every day, going in the creek, cold plunging, 
it completely changed my life because I realized there's I'm I'm actually quite powerful in the element of earth, but I had just been inside for so much of my life because in Vegas it's so hot. Um, and I've always loved like the ocean, but living, you know, in the valley and in um LA, I wasn't I would hike now and then, but really grounding is so important because when you get in nature, that's when you're able to be so present. And it's like, like you said, we're all trying to like manifest and do this and visualize. That's actually spirituality, but it's actually the 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 left brain of like the system and the production engine going, going, going. It's just messed as spirituality. So it's like until you can just slow down and be with a tree for an hour and just watch it be alive right in front of you. It's like that's real spirituality. Mm. No, I, I love what you said and I deeply resonate with it. And even it's so interesting because as you were talking about how you were saying, wow, I realized how powerful I am with the elements of the earth. And then you brought up the ocean and it's just so, it's just so funny that you say that because I'm, so I'm in LA and I'm transitioning back down to Orange County and all summer I've been swimming in the ocean and I've never, I have never swum, swam, like this, but it's swam, swam. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. In, in my life. And it's so crazy how medicinal it's been for me. Um, and I think even hearing you say that is even like, how do you call it? Like, I guess the simplest way to put it is just spirit affirming me and speaking to me that I need to be by the ocean um, because, yeah, like I I love L.A. It is chaotic and weird and smelly and fun. And like, it's just awesome. I love it. Yeah, I love but, it too. I was there for a long time. So yeah. I, like, I love it too. Yeah. Oh, my God. And but I'm realizing now like how my chapter is closing there and how important for me it is now to be somewhere close to an earthly element then that for me that's the ocean to continue building my grounded practice in my business yeah um so i i just love what you said and i also really want to talk about which this really flipped my beliefs of mediumship and like you know whatever on its head is the idea of like protecting your energy and Specifically, what is really interesting, what happens is I hear practitioners say, oh, I need to like, I need to like cleanse their energy off of me or I need to like protect my energy from this client. And it's like, and then like once understanding Reiki, I'm like, wait a second, what? Like, this is not like, that is not okay. So anyways, I could talk about it, but I'd love to hear about it from you. Yeah, that's an interesting thought because I've actually swayed on both ways on that. Because when I first started practicing Reiki, I didn't have any type of intention in place at all. So I would just work with as many people as much as I could and I would end up getting sick. I would end up exhausted. And so I went to my spiritual teacher, a mentor at the time, and kind of was like, well, what should I be doing? And she's like, well it's all just about attention. So she, I have these cedar beads that I always wear at my wrists. And a lot of these things though, they're for the mind. They're truly just for the mind to feel safe because 
Reiki is the frequency of unconditional love. And so I, someone else told me there's no way that Reiki, because I was like, I'm, I'm channeling too much Reiki. It's exhausting me. And they're like, Reiki can never be harmful to you. So there's no, there's no too much Reiki. If anything, it's just that your human is, is so not used to such a high vibration that it feels off. And you're as a human then interpreting that as something negative where maybe you just need to sleep because it's really amplifying your vibration. And it's all just about what you believe. If you, if someone walks in and they've got like a really heavy energy and then you're like, your belief system is now this is going to come on me. It's going to come on you simply because you believe it will. So for me, it all is just belief. If you, if you know the true power of Reiki is unconditional source love, you know that you're completely protected, then you'll be completely protected and, and you don't have to worry about it. But so many people are so far from that that I teach people a lot of um, things, again, that are more for the mind to placate the mind so that they feel safe so then they decide that they're safe. So it's really just giving our minds some tools to like play with so it can be distracted like a toddler while the soul does the work. Oh, I absolutely resonate. No, and that's huge too. That's also... It's and it's kind of funny that you brought that up too with intention. Like that's that is something I learned from a, a mediumship teacher where she was like truly intentions everything. You don't even have to meditate. Like you can put a picture of a crystal under your pillow or a crystal under your pillow. It's just about the intention. So that is something I really resonate with. And I also want would love to ask this question as well is how has Reiki changed the language of talking to yourself and with your intuition? Well, I think with the intuition, that's just easier for me to answer first. Because I hear it so clear for my clients, it has helped me differentiate which voice is my intuition and which voice is my, my inner dialogue. Because I used to always think when someone was like clear audience that they would literally hear someone else's voice. In their head. That was my understanding. And then once I switched and realized it's just my own voice, but there's a slight difference in the tonality and the cadence. And it's hard, it used to be harder for me to decipher in my own head when I'm trying to figure out something for me. But when I'm working with a client, something pops in like the divorce thing that like I would never even think about. So I can hear the tonality of that. And I'm like, that's, that's my highest self. And I've done so many sessions now that I have a pretty clear understanding of who's talent, you know, of this 32 years and who is my highest self, even though they sound really similar. I love that so much. And I know I would love to also learn how Reiki has maybe like how it's been kind of a source of like healing for you, like self-healing, because it's it's interesting. I mean, obviously, I learned this in my own way, how frantic I would get when I was sick or unhealthy or just going through something. And I just felt really, really helpless. And I think because I felt like that in the past, that was like my original. I have to spend like a thousand dollars on supplements and I have to do this or whatever. And you just feel like it's so outside of you. But then as again, like connecting with my spirit guides and my intuition, and my mediumship practice, but then also adding Reiki, I'm like, we are truly the, me the medicine woman. We are the people. So I would love to learn how Reiki for you 
what kind of journey that was like or empowering you into trusting your own healing wisdom or trusting your own healing touch. Yeah. And I think that with Reiki, because it kind of found me, I I felt I felt called in a way that I never had before, where I almost felt like that it was a responsibility to do this. And it wasn't necessarily something that I was chomping at the bit to do. And I was nervous and I was scared and I didn't want to mess someone up. And the more I started just because I'm like a big leaper, I'm not a procrastinator. So I was like, case spirit, you want me to do this? I'm doing it. So I was just like session after session after session after session. And I, I started to notice two things that sometimes I wouldn't want to do a session because I'd be really tired, right? And my mom actually pointed out to me, she's like, every single time you do a session, you feel so much better. So she was like, just do it. And sure enough, because the Reiki's going through us as the practitioner, I would feel a thousand times better. So it was just such a reminder that when the human gets tired or cranky or emotional, it thinks, oh, I need to rest. I need to, I need to just be. And that's true sometimes. But I learned by pushing myself farther to help others that what I actually needed was alignment, what I actually needed, what spirit running through me. And then I was energized and I didn't need sleep anymore. So that's number Um, one. Go ahead. (laughs) No, I was just saying, I, I love that. And I mean, even kind of going back to what you said earlier is like, there's never too much Reiki. Like Reiki does no harm. And that's how... I mean, obviously, I still respect this in my mediumship practices is one of the key principles, golden rules is to never get a give a reading without permission. Yeah. Um, but the beautiful thing with Reiki is it's the Holy Spirit. It's it's life force. You're just almost like empowering that and then empowering it in someone else. So there, there is no harm to give it to yeah. someone that has no idea you're giving Reiki to them. Yeah. And that's also the beautiful thing about like doing sessions is. Yeah. Even what I'm noticing in a mediumship practice, like you should like they actually rejuvenate me. I feel so good after a practice. And if you don't feel good after a Reiki or a mediumship practice, then that is based on like energetic boundaries and like you like just it's it's all you. And I think that's what was so fascinating again, having Reiki like unlock so much in me is like Reiki just turned it all back on you because I think with mediumship, it and this was probably my fault and maybe also what I was hearing is, oh, it's something is attached to me. It was very like us then, like they did this to me when it's no, I opened myself up to that and I said, yes, come in. Or it it was my decision. But then also the fine line of of the us and them and it's no we're all a part of it we're not separate so who are you to judge someone who are you to say that someone's attached to you because we're all part of it they're clearly reflecting something back in you that you need to see it because we're all together so and i don't know if this happened to you but in my sessions it's so beautiful because someone will ask me something right after the session and i'll completely channel the answer for them and i'll realize after the fact exactly what I'm going through that I'm trying to figure out but I didn't answer it for them spirit spoke through me and actually answered it for both of us so it's this beautiful reflection that every time I have a session I'm also learning because I'm hearing my highest self talk through me and I'm like oh my gosh that's what I was also searching for today 
Yes. Oh my God. I love it so, so much. So I, okay, this is like kind of like a fun, silly question, but I, I'm sure you're obviously on a mission too, but it's like, everyone needs to get rate, like at least Reiki one certified. And I think sometimes people believe like, or they feel like they shouldn't do it because like they don't relate to it or they've maybe convinced themselves that it's like so far from like their personality or their lifestyle. And I'd love for you to explain like how, I mean, it sounds like so simple, but like how Reiki truly is for everyone and how you don't have to be a practitioner to do Reiki and like maybe some like examples like where you have used Reiki and like everyday life that didn't involve you being a practitioner yeah. or maybe even if there was moments before oh my god it's like a million questions are coming up <laughs> or even before you became Reiki certified and then you look back like wait I was like doing Reiki but I didn't even know it yeah I mean so I agree my teacher used to say the same thing every person in the world was Reiki one certified the world would be such a better place and Reiki One is only to work on yourself. So it actually means you wouldn't be a practitioner because it's solely just for yourself. And I think the beauty of that is you get the attunement in Reiki One, which is opening you up directly to source energy. So everyone is kind of looking for, you know, these like shortcuts in spirituality. And it is one to get attuned to Reiki Level One. You're getting, you're saying yes to source. You're becoming more attuned to that frequency of unconditional love. So, in that sense, people come to me all the time and I always tell them, you're healing yourself. I'm just, you're pulling the Reiki through me, right? So I'm always trying to empower my clients to not need me. I'm like, I want you to be so healed that you go out and heal others. I don't want you to get attached to me. So with Reiki level one, it's like, then I'm empowering them to heal themselves. And then there's so many things. It's like, if you have a headache, just sending some Reiki there. Like I Reiki my plants every day. I Reiki every single thing I eat and drink. I used to have such bad digestive issues. I did every, you know, gut cleanses, clonics, supplements. Reiki my food every day changed my life completely. Literally, I have zero stomach issues. And if I do, it's because I ate something quick and I forgot to Reiki it. Like it is that, that big of a difference for me now of I can't not Reiki it. And so it's like all those are all things people could do for themselves, you know, clear their food, clear their water, heal themselves, um, cut under cut energetic cords. So it's the list goes on and on. And then your last question, um, when did I use it before without knowing it was Reiki? And I was raised in church, always loved to sing. Uh, during college, just stopped going, never had an issue with God. I just didn't go for years. A year ago, after I was Reiki certified, I went to church with my friend. We started singing and my Reiki got so activated. And I was like, of course, Reiki is the Holy Spirit. Of course, <laughs> that's why I've always loved to worship so much in church. Because I've always felt that huge connection to source, to God. But I didn't realize it was Reiki. Mm. Oh, my God. I love it. Also, I love the example of raking your food and raking your plants and that's funny about the plants too because that's what my um that's what one of my best friends she's like i just became a plant mom she's like send raking to your plants yeah. every day yeah why like, wouldn't you just you could literally that's that was that's like the funny thing is i'm like 
Because send Reiki to everything. But then that's the funny because everything is Reiki. Everything. My even my teacher. Well, this is only in the master level, but like you become the light in the third level. You become the light. You no longer channel the light. Everywhere you go as a Reiki master, you are the light, which I've noticed so such a huge difference in my energy because before I could go out for hours and hours and socialize and socialize and socialize. Now I do notice I can only be out for so long because I am this light that then I'm just like giving, 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 which is beautiful. But I do notice a different um, kind of cutoff where I have to go home. But my teacher would talk about, she would literally be like in an audience where someone was going to get picked and she would make herself the light and she would get picked every time because it creates this like energetic glow to someone where literally they stand out in a crowd. So she taught us how to do that when we were going into an interview, when we were going to present something. So it's like, again, this thing of like literally becoming more magnetic energetically to the point where other people's see it but they don't know what they're seeing oh my god yes oh my gosh no and i think that's part of the reason why i mean i was like loling to myself but obviously like diet and things like that my health is really really improved and like the last like since april mm-hmm. um and my friend was like "Ooh, like what's their little glow up and i'm like of course i was like ugly or but it's just such a testament to when you say yes and you open your energy up and not even opening your energy up but like to like remembering like actually your true self like mm-hmm. you really do become more magnetic and things like you don't sway past or what do you call it? Like you don't avoid challenges, but the amount of like, I'm just so much more grounded and confident when it comes to facing challenges. And then even like people are complimenting me and I'm like, I just like feel better. But then I'm like, wait, I am so much more grounded than I've ever been before. So I, I just, I want to just make that comment because I so resonate and I'm also living proof of it, which is just like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. It transforms your life, especially the master. I didn't realize that like it truly, like you can't go back for the master. It's like all the things you used to kind of eat that would like kind of bug you. Now it's like your body's like, nope. All the people that you kind of held on to that don't resonate now, the universe is like, nope. Like I did the master at the beginning of this year and just like my life changed so fast. It's like I left LA, I stopped drinking my. Um, social media on TikTok got really big with Reiki. Um, I have a full virtual practice that I never planned to do any virtual. And it's like my my whole entire living is virtual Reiki. And now this space found me. I'm going to start doing in-person stuff. Like I have, I teach people, like I've got mentees. Like it's just like the second I, I committed myself to the stir, God was like, okay, she's ready. Turn that page and. Yes. Oh my God. I love I love how much like you're sharing like the activations and how like the yeses and how it's so it's so beautiful to hear how like you you're just like okay like there's so little resistance to saying yes and listening Mm -hmm. and maybe if you could share with the listeners like how people can kind of step more into that energy um, and maybe how Reiki can do that for others, because that's something I'm sure I'm sure you come across it, too. But yeah, I 
I I've had so many clients that so doubt themselves and they and they just and they just dance around it. And there's no judgment because every single choice is intentional because your soul is like, we're going to learn. We're going to learn. We have multiple chances. It's okay. But if people actually finally said yes to themselves and realized how much more ease would come into their lives, then beautiful, you know, the the magic that is already yours and available to you is going to come. And I just, I just love hearing you talk about it. Uh, so if you could, I don't know, I, I'm like so funny when I end senses. I'm like, yeah, so yeah. I'm like, I'm any of that. I am the biggest advocate of taking big risks. I have, I've always been a leaper. So I understand for me, it's easier for, for some people um, because I've had so many friends where I'm like, just quit the job. I don't understand why you hate the job for five years. We're still having this conversation, quit the job. And what I like to remind people is you only have to make, take a small step and God will match you like 10 times that amount of steps. He's not saying, you know, meet me halfway here. He's like, just take a little step because faith is doing something when it's scary and doing it anyways. Everyone is playing it safe and wanting a new life. People are doing what they've always done and thinking it's going to expect or give a different outcome. It's like you have to do something you've never done to get something you've never had. It's so simple and people make it so difficult. And I also understand that people's belief system has to be set. Like I, I do empowerment coaching and I work with people for a number of weeks in a row. And what my job is to do is to find their limiting belief and change it. So then by the end of the, the course, they can make the leap, but it will pay off because they actually believe that it will. And I think that Reiki just helps in the sense that it, it just keeps you aligned. If you're, I think for, I was, I was practicing Reiki for a while, but I wasn't doing it on myself every day. When I recommitted to doing it myself every morning, every night, I became so much more magnetic because you're just getting in vibrational alignment. So it's like all these little things we do all, again, all this stuff to keep the human happy, you know, meditate and this, and like all these shoulds which I'm actually a big, you know, I'm a big shitter on myself. Sometimes I'm trying not to be, but, but it's just all mine. It's like, if you wake up and get yourself into alignment, it's all going to work out. Alignment is the most important thing over everything. Um, I truly had to write that down. I think, let me know if I, it doesn't even matter. You have to do something you've never done to get something you've never had. That's mm -hmm. so really? that. And I don't know if you've seen my enthusiasm, but sis, literally, I'm right there with you. I am such a, whatever, I'm such a ballsy motherfucker. I'm like, oh yeah, what a yesterday. What are we doing? Right. And I think the beautiful thing about being in alignment is you don't have to dance for so long. And that's the beauty of it. And worse, people are so used to the dance and and. They're they're so scared of saying yes. And so anyways, I don't even know like where I was going with that. So I just stopped myself. But I just wanted to say I am literally the same way. Like yeah. I so I I think take, I would say I take physical risk. Like I don't do like physical crazy adrenaline sports, but other risks, yes, I do. <laughs> and also it's just I try to lead by example too, because I'm constantly telling my clients, I have been where you are. I have done it. So it's like, it's, you know, I don't want to like be the, the, the pot calling the kettle black. It's like, I have literally done it. 
same as you. I've been depressed. I've been, you know, so emotional. I've been on antidepressants. I have cut even like I have been in toxic relationships. I have done all of it. So I think that is what makes me be able to connect with so many, so many because I've been there. I'm not just like, oh, life is beautiful. Optimism. You know, like my dad passed away. My mom had cancer. Like I've been through it. So I can look pretty much at anyone and be like, I've been in the exact darkness, at least a shade of it, you know, and I can tell you firsthand that you can have a better life and I can show you how. Heck to the yes, you just gotta walk the walk and talk the talk. No, and that's this conversation so relevant and relates to one I literally just had with a really beautiful practitioner, Atara, he's like, how, like, why would I not lead with curiosity if I'm not curious about myself? Like, that just doesn't make any sense because then you're always looking at your clients, like you're looking at their flaws. Right. And it's like, who are we to judge when we've also been anxious and searching and wanting validation and wanting love and feeling hopeless and helpless and on our knees? Like, who, like, what? So, yeah. um, I'm like I had the question and then it just like pops out of my brain um I right I'm so sorry I'm like kind of like up in my head I'm like this is like I'm not embarrassed I'm just like beeps like what is your ADHD doing right now um oh okay here we go this is this was it what did you not expect getting out of Reiki and what did you expect that you got out of Reiki, but like it exceeded your expectations? Cool, that's a good one. What did I get that I didn't expect? Um, I think what I got, what I didn't expect was a business because <laughs> truly like that's so like it just I still have to pinch myself sometimes because this is just so different than the life I saw for myself. I wanted to be an actress in Hollywood and now I'm a healer in Ashland, Oregon. And it's just such a parallel reality and I'm so fulfilled and I'm so happy and I'm so right where I'm meant to be. So I think what it gave me was an entirely different life that was actually more suited for who I am on a soul level and not an ego level. Um, and what I got that exceeded my expectations was impact. I truly, it's made me appreciate helping others so much more than helping myself. Um, I've just learned that giving is more fulfilling than anything else in the entire world. And watching clients transform for my eyes has been so soul fulfilling in a way that just on the trajectory I was on, you know, like I was, I've always been a helper. I've always been, you know, like the person trying to sell, save people and help people, but doing it in a way that actually helps instead of just like showing up for someone or trying to be a good girlfriend or a good friend, truly having people reach out to me and say that I changed their lives is like, why would anyone like I just it just blows my mind sometimes because, you know, some people are like, why do you do what you do? And I'm like, the impact. If like I used to be so, so depressed and if I just wanted someone to see me and someone to just hold my hand in the pain and to be able to do that for others is just the most beautiful gift that God has ever given me. You know, I, I did this, um, this kind of like hypnosis thing and 
she she led me to my inner child and she said you know she wants the your you know six-year-old news like what do you do for a living and this was when I was still in LA and my ego wanted to be like I'm an actress I'm you know like all these things that would like impress an ego and what my soul said is I heal people with my hand and my little inner child was like oh my god you're magic and it's like blew my mind I was like of course that's what I've always destined to be because as a child like magic and wonder that was so much more important to me than anything else so I've really just gone full circle to just helping and healing and literally doing like magic but in a way that's real oh my god like honestly that story like like made me emotional I was like what (laughs) love that so so much and I this is something like you know again I'm talking about in like my mediumship practice and connecting with guides and like how you don't have to be a medium to connect with your guides however I would love for you to talk about like you don't have to do Reiki for a living but like how could Reiki just in your everyday life like really impact your life and maybe even like I know you talked about food and like whatever but if there are other examples with like everyday little things like yeah I mean there are so many things that you can do like there's just like I don't know if you know this um this technique but it's like connecting the three diamonds it's like my teacher just taught us to do that while you're brushing your teeth every morning it's like get your earth's your earth core connected to your human core connected to your spiritual core in five minutes while you're brushing your teeth. So it's like, that's huge. Um, I think also it's easier to tell um, if someone's going to resonate with you or not. Like I'll meet someone and I immediately kind of know just because Reiki attunes you to your highest self, just like in the most basic sense. So whether that's attuning your food or your drink or your space, like I don't live in a space and I do a lot of Reiki home cleanses in my practice. Like I clean every space energetically and I bless every single wall, the ceiling, ground, every single room. Because if you think of how many humans have gone in and out and like any structure holds all of that energy. So it's like you're clearing your space, you're clearing your food, you're able to cut cords with people without them knowing it. You know, you can, I can think about my mom and think about like, say we have a big fight and I can energetically cut those cords without cutting our relationship it's just like you can just clean up all the messes that human being human is just a big mess, little mess over here mess over here so it's like reiki's the little sweeper just like sweeping up literally yeah even like something that has really kind of um helped me um jesus what is wrong with me that has helped me like visualize really what reiki does is this author brand stein of inner heart of reiki he's we are all it's so funny because i get nervous of like oh my god if i say a reiki term is not bad because whatever so we are all like this beautiful bright light and simply what's happened is over time there's just been lampshades and he's like it's not like the light got dim the light didn't break it's just the light has been covered and like that's the beautiful thing and i like kind of love what you said especially about like i'm not cutting off a relationship i'm just tending to a relationship like there's nothing to like cut because there will always like we are all one and there'll always be a connection right and how it's it's just so beautiful because then yeah you know when you were speaking of for like everything and cleansing spaces and spaces in general and people and relationships like how 
Reiki just reminds us that we're always whole and there's nothing to fix. It's just simply wiping it all away. Yeah, it's just coming. It's it's not figuring out who you are. It's just remembering what you've always Literally the elixir to life. Oh my gosh. Talon, thank you so much for this conversation. It has been absolutely amazing. I've loved like picking your brain about Reiki, but then I also love how it was like conversational because I'm Reiki certified. So like I had questions and like I, I had things I resonated on. So anyways, I would love for you to share with the peeps. How can they find you? How can they figure out how to work with you? All that good stuff. Yes. So my website is talentedreiki.com, which is spelled T-A-L-Y-N, my first name, T-E-D-R-E-I-K-I.com. Wow. for a little play on words. And um, my Instagram is talentfiori, my first and last name. And my TikTok is talented underscore. And I, I have like, an, on my website, I have my phone number, my email. I'm pretty easy to get a hold of. You can DM me. I'm, I'm pretty easy. I'm, I just, I like to, to welcome all people that want to work with me. So I, I make it as easy as possible. Oh my God. I love it. You're like, I'm not mysterious. Yeah. I look, my phone is literally right there. <laughs> I know. Wait, oh my God. I love that. You're, but that's the thing. It's like, you're so accessible and you're like, peeps, I'm just ready for you. I'm also um, not fearful. Like I know, I, I just know that I'm in the peace and I'm safe and in the light. So only people that want to work with me and are meant to work with me reach out. So, you know, like there's nothing to fear unless you decide that there's something to fear. What a perfect way to like just end. <laughs> really, truly. Reiki realizes that there really is nothing to fear. Mm-mm. Honestly. Ugh. Oh my gosh. Talon, thank you so, so much. You're so welcome. This has been so fun. It's so nice to see you. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for listening and joining this conversation. It means the world to me that I get to serve you in this way. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you love to listen so you never miss an episode. And make sure to follow me on Instagram at the modern medium underscore where you can stay up to date with all of my delightful day to day adventures, messages, lessons and on my business updates, everything in between. And make sure to share this episode with whoever you feel needs the magic, needs the love, needs the wisdom. And of course, make sure to follow Talon on Instagram. Check out her services and check out ways to work with her. She is pure magic. And as I've mentioned in the intro, I have spots opened up for my Meet Your Spirit Guys mentorship. I now have four spots available. Please book a discovery call below. And I am so, so excited to get to know you, to work with you, to be your guide, to be your mentor when it comes to meeting and creating strong bonds with your spirit guides and in turn feeling so beautifully planted in your intuition. I love you so, so much and I will catch you next time.